What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You. Boom. All right, what's up? You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. We uh, got another special guest. This is so a little. Uh, I guess I guess the the backstory. Um, a little bit of uh, the last year, as you if you've listened, you know that it was it was definitely super weird. Like twenty twenty twenty, I was able to get guests easy. Twenty twenty one, with some people working, some people being able to tour, some people being able to do this, it was just like so. It was just uh juggling so so many different things like between like now and last year. So like a lot of people that I'm getting on are people I've been talking to for a very long time to, uh, to get uh, this to happen. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and start with your name, your band and what you do in the band. Uh, my name is Jabril. Uh, I'm here to represent Shiva, Shiva Groove. We're from uh, Lancaster. We represent ABHC. I sing in the band. I call myself the, the Groovester, the Hype Master. All for fun. But, you know, we rock out. We do our thing up there. And backstory, I had literally, I, I'm obviously not paying attention or not keeping a, a good eye on things. I literally, you were, you were on, on this show seven years ago now, almost seven years ago. Yeah. Um, when... I was when I, we were doing the late night at the college radio um for uh life for a life um saw you guys a co- saw you guys a couple times I don't I feel like uh my I know my old band played at least once with you guys maybe twice I don't remember if you showed there was a there was like a little fest in LA and I don't remember if if you guys ended up showing up, I, that was a blur because it was like we went to it was like January twenty. It was, it was L.A. area ish. I forget where it was, but uh, not maybe not L.A. proper. But uh, we, I for I forget all the bands that fucking played. But it was a it was a long. It, it was like a we drove through the night, played the fest, and then just like literally just drove back, and it was just like one day like two stage weird weirdo fest but i remember uh you guys coming up and it was like that was such a fun and weird time because that was like a last minute like radio thing uh i remember one of the guys in the band like we we were having him do ad reads on the (laughs) (laughs) and it was and and people trying out the radio voice it was like that was that like i've had some cool guests up but that was like there's sometimes like that when you just like have a full ass band just up in the studio, just not giving a fuck. Um, it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was definitely a good time. I think the person who was doing those, uh, the ad voices, if I can remember was Renee, our guitarist. Cause he has like a, he kind of has a radio voice. So I know sometimes he likes, likes to mess around with like different voice. He does all kinds of other funny voices too. But I, I think that was him who was doing that. So life for a life, they, you guys were going strong then, and then you guys like, did you did that band pack it up in about 
17, 18? Uh, we packed it up in we packed it up in 2016, and then we came back for one show in 2018. And then funny enough, we actually did a show this year um in Palmdale and back in uh, January. We did two shows actually out here, uh Palmdale and then in Lancaster. But they were just local shows, and it was mainly just to kind of um kind of just demonstrate that even though Life for Life is not really an active band, we, we still got love for a lot of the bands. And uh, it was something fun, something to help represent, um, I guess, what what it, what music really is like out here. And it's basically just the fact that we all kind of organize together in one, one venue. Um, hardcore, especially, we just come together and just have fun. And even though we might be in different places, at the end of the day, we kind of meet together because of the music. So that was one reason why we kind of got back, just for those uh, one-off shows. And I don't, I don't really know if we're gonna do it again, but the future is definitely a, uh, uh, I guess, unspoken for. So we don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. I feel like there's always bands that are in the, uh, that are, I feel like, wrong place, wrong time. Because, ne- like, I feel like any band that has this has the style of life for a life does now is gonna do fucking. It's gonna do good just because of what's going on. Maybe not. Just maybe it's because maybe it's uh the location. People don't know, you know, Lancaster that well. It yeah, could be, it could be. It could be that. Yeah, I know. Um, oftentimes, uh, nowadays especially, and and it's kind of been like that for a good while. Actually, a lot of people when they hear Lancaster, Palmdale, they just think of the desert and um. The Antelope Valley, which is a valley that's located in a lot of people, basically, they're aware of, of it, but because hardcore has been so scarce and just music in general, oftentimes people look over it. However, there are a lot of cool bands out here, and I guess Shiva being a band, the idea is basically to kind of continue to demonstrate, like, you know, you know, we're not we're not L.A., that's for sure. We're about 40 minutes north of L.A., but we still a bunch of uh, rocking dudes out here, uh, not just dudes, guys and gals out here who are doing a lot of good music out here. And um, I know it gets overlooked. Now, back in the day, we, we used to have a lot of big shows out here. We've had uh, Agnostic Front, a matter of fact, has played out in Palmdale before. We've had uh, Terror used to play in Lancaster. We've had a lot of bands, but just throughout the recent years, really about the past, like, I want to say seven or eight years, uh, not so much. I guess that makes sense. It is it is hard to like even with the with the um with the certain rise and up and uptick in like just hardcore listenership, it like it I it still can be uh it still can be difficult uh to get to be locationally challenged. Even right. even though you see even though you do see it like with scenes like, you know, out of out of nowhere like you know like like louisville with all their with you know because because one band broke everybody's ever everybody's going crazy but like it's not always like that every like everywhere like you right. can you can make it you can do it like in a sense of like in the in the in the hardcore sense of making it um but uh you can you can like work hard but it takes it, it not to say it's not rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's definitely a a little bit more of a disadvantage. Um, however, at the end of the day, I, I, I'm fully aware, and I think a lot of people fully aware, everything takes hard work, take, everything takes discipline. 
and whether you are at a disadvantage or not, the work still got to be done and you still got to, you still got to hustle. So we all got dreams and, and goals. You know, we just want to, as long as we understand, it might be a harder uh, climb for you, but you guys still climb, right? So. Cause so uh, how did with the, uh, in the interim, how did, um, how did Shiva uh, come to come to play in this? Well, so essentially me and our my guitarist Cole, uh, we've been friends for years. He was in life for a life and in pretty much the beginning stages of the band. So we've been friends for over 10 years at this point. Uh, watch each other grow in different ways. And one common thing we had besides the love for our core was the love for like hardcore punk. And we kind of were like, man, it'd be kind of cool to like start like a like maybe a proper like punk band. Like we haven't done anything like that. So really it was me and him just kind of got together and we just wrote a few songs, just messing around, uh, joking around. And we were at my house and, uh, you know, he was like, hey, you know, I brought my laptop. Let's demo some songs. So we started demoing and then um, pretty much recruited a whole band from uh, members from other bands out here. We wanted to keep it local. We wanted to kind of share the wealth with the, the local scene out here, make sure everybody understands, man, we're a punk band. We're going to keep it proper and keep it funky. And then um, we went to go record. And right after we recorded, the pandemic hit. Now, luckily for us, we pretty much already had everything recorded. But I guess we became what a lot of people call a quarantine band. And we pretty much were kind of hustling without playing shows, you know, just trying to make sure we had cool content, um, make sure our music was cool and just just kind of chilling and vibing. Um, and then our drummer ended up moving up to the bay and we had to kind of recruit a new drummer. And then uh, pretty much from there it was mainly just trying to trying to make it a stress free adventure. And, and so far it's been it's been pretty stress free. There's been some stressful moments, but it's been just so much fun. And that was kind of the goal was to keep it as serious as it can be without, I guess, overbearing ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and I think it, there's a, with that, it's just a fun sound, but I, I could see where that can have its disadvantage of coming out in the middle of a, of a pandemic, because it definitely demands, uh, some sort of live presence. Right. Just, you know, with, to, not you know to make not to not to make draw super large comparisons but to you know bands like turnstile like without their live show without seeing them being able to visually see them live it i don't think that their success would have like they would still have great records in my opinion but i without them being placed where they have been placed and people being able to have access to see them live it's 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 a it's a rough thing because that's the same with like any other like more you know fun groovier um you know more lighthearted style band whether it's right. you know that early early angel dust or anything like or anything like that it is a lot about the you know the live uh presentation yeah definitely the energy right uh yeah i know a, a lot of times with a. Uh... I guess hardcore punk, and this is pretty much what I guess all hardcore, but I know specifically hardcore punk, the energy is is what kind of brings the sound. Of course, there's a sound that you listen to when you're by yourself, but then there's a there's the experience that comes with it, and with that comes the energy, and it's a it's a completely different experience. So without, like you said, the live shows or the live energy, um, it definitely was a disadvantage. 
And uh, it, I guess it still kind of is, but we're definitely, you know, still doing our thing. We, we've been playing a good chunk of shows, um, hustling and and keeping the fun amongst each other. And we feel like that kind of brings the fun with people who want to check us out and watch us. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's just, I think also goes back to location. It's, it's interesting just because like, you know, Lancaster, everybody like lump will only pinpoint a couple areas in your state and not like, and they'll either lump you, lump you in or look or completely look over it. Like, right. are you, are you trying to do, would you like to try to do what people in your, you know, neighboring areas have done like with, you know, with, I obviously there's the easier access to the Bay, of course, cause there's city, there's bigger cities, but is, are you, are you really trying to, like we talked about representing, you know, Lancaster and stuff. Are you really trying to drive it home and hopefully in, in inspire people in your local area? Um, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that might actually be, at least for us now, the most important part is that I know with life for a life, um, I have no regrets at all with that band, but if I could make anything different, I do feel like it would be the influence of the local scene out here. I wish I wish there was a little bit more of a presence that would help, uh, I guess, help people want to branch out more from the AV while being from the AV. And I feel like with Shiva, I get that second chance. I feel like everyone in my band also kind of gets that feeling like, yo, th- this is, we're definitely a band from California and there's a lot of cities in California. It's a big state, um, but we are definitely close to LA. And I think the idea is if we can continue to help the the Antelope Valley or Lancaster, um, I guess, build a lot more bands will be getting recognition. I feel like they deserve out here and they'll be playing a lot more shows in the L.A. area or even going up north or even central Cali or even out of state. And so far, that has been happening a lot. And I'm not saying this because of Shiva. I do think, though, the simple fact that. A lot of bands out here have been taking a big step since the pandemic, uh, or at least since things have been open. And I do feel like uh, us, among other bands, have hopefully been providing the influence for a lot of bands. To uh, to move it on just a little bit, so that was just all bands like such as yourself and like the bands that are really grinding out there. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, Act Like You Know a little bit because that. Um, my friend Dev made it, made a great point and I have, I'm, I'm more than likely going to sound inferior and stuff, but, and when I'm looking at the, when I'm looking at this specific lineup, I would much rather, I like all these bands, all the bands on sound of fury that are, that have hustled so hard, but to be fair, there are so many bands that are good that I've never had the chance to see ever has never had a chance to to make a chance to to tour anywhere near me and there's and deserve just as much because they're all these bands on this fest are great bands that i've listened that i've you know that i've that have reached out to the show that have or, or have been suggested uh to the show but like they're the lineup is awesome for that for that so many good bands that have not been on like fests or that very much deserve it and have awesome energy yeah um 
it's funny you say that because there, there's there's a ton of bands on here that I've I've heard of and I guess uh, it's been kind of like a I don't want to say a dream but it's been like a goal to be like oh man it'd be cool to play with this band or that band and this band and uh, you know I, I in my head I felt like it's definitely a possibility but man that you know that'll happen one day and the fact that a lot of these bands like you mentioned are on one fest and a lot of the bands on this fest are friends of mine is is a uh, I guess I don't want to say overwhelming, but it's a little like like surprising. Like, man, this is a solid fest, a super solid fest. And uh, it's a huge privilege, to be completely honest. And uh, I know you mentioned Sound and Fury. I'm definitely going to Sound and Fury only because uh, that's been like a that's been a tradition since like, I think, 08 or 09 for me. I'm an old head. So I've been going to Sound and Fury pretty much every year. Um, And I feel like. Even if there was a, a Sound of Fury lineup that I wasn't 100 interested in, I still have to be there. It's just, it's in it's in my blood to show up to, to Sound of Fury. You know what I mean? So, I think that's the same with me and Rainfest and stuff like that. For me, it's just I, um, it's you know the travel, the gas, and everything. And but like, there's awesome bands, and I I'm I'm excited to see some of these. Ba- there's some bands that I haven't ever gotten to see, like Praise or. Uh, Fiddlehead and bands like that. Like, there's a lot more on the melodic side. I'm really excited to see, but um, as far as this, like, there's just some really good bands that have been like that. I'm really um happy to see on the on the like to all together on this fest with you Absolutely. guys. Um, I think, and it's gonna fucking take is gonna fucking take over. Honestly. Yeah. Uh- it's funny you mentioned Indy. Indy's probably top, top, I don't want to, you know, uh, or I guess organizer or uh, put any bands in your levels, but Indy's definitely like top, top three to five bands. I'm 100% stoked to see. So uh, I, I'm, I'm just funny you mentioned them. I've been kind of thinking like, man, I'm really about to get to see Indy finally. And I feel like I haven't, I've never got to. I know they are playing uh, close by funny enough. Um, to where I or maybe they they did already. I don't quite remember, but uh, if that still happened, I'm definitely gonna have to roll it. I think they're playing in uh, somewhere in Central California. Um, they, they ended up playing um, Tacoma for uh, just another gig, and it was fucking. I I was like, how the hell did this end up happening? Uh, because I did not expect this band to because bands usually like that that are in those locations don't like especially when they're that good don't end up coming coming out there until they are on some bigger tours yeah, uh, yeah. and i would and they came out and they fucking killed it and um they absolutely the uh yeah they and they've been since they've been they've been going from they've been really going hard and i think like i said like a lot of the bands on this on this uh fest have a big like opportunity to have their next step up just like just because there's just a lot of bands i've been listening to and that uh like i said haven't been on a lot of fests but highly like highly requested like yeah but by from me from my show from from young kids like are excited for a for a lot of these bands yeah it, it's a beautiful thing that this was put together i know this is a basically it's a prom core um 
And from from my understanding and from some of the things I've seen, uh, I think the point of the fest, besides the uh, the benefit uh, where the proceeds be donated, is mainly just to kind of pick up and, and kind of get bands that are, are definitely up and coming, definitely hustling. Uh, and I don't want to say reward them, but, but kind of show them like, yo, hardcore is definitely a lot more bands than you think. And as you can see from the, the flyer, there's, there's a ton of bands that are up and coming, young, uh, hungry and high energy. And it's it's a privilege not to just play with these bands, but honestly, it's a privilege to see them. I love the energy. And again, I always say I'm an old head because I am an old head. But the energy is something I, I thirst for that thirst seeing energy with bands. So I also like have mad respect for a lot of bands who are like. I do do a lot of my own research and look in and you know, and I, I look out for bands. I look out to, to get bands on here and put in a lot of work, but it's nice be, to have bands like half the bands on here have reached out to me or have actually like kept conversations, you know, going with me to, and it's, it's nice because it's like, cause I'm trying to help boost the bands by doing, I don't get much out of this besides like mm, this is my contribution to hardcore. That's, right. But so it's nice for other bands to see that. And like where we talk about like, like Devin from rejection pack works fucking hard as shit on his, on his stuff. I love his, Devin for his band. Yeah, for sure. And and a lot of these bands like really do like, it's nice to see them like, they are hitting up everyone who is contributes to hardcore to like, and not just like, uh, you know, make it like a passing thing. Like, cause there's some bands that'll, that are like, I'll ask and they're just like, eh, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it's like, <laughs> I respect, I respect madly about like, uh, when people are keeping, cause this is about like hardcore has always been about community. It's not just, is this worth my time? What are what what's your audience? What's your clicks? Blah 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 blah. I've had yeah. people like that. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. I'm just like, if you don't like what I'm doing, that's fine. But I'm like, I'm trying to we're I'm trying to help create community, and that's what uh I thought this whole thing we're doing around here is about. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the it's almost the point of it is the, the fact that uh no disrespect to anybody, but at the end of the day, we really are all nobodies, but the the point is to us, for us to be nobodies in our own community, yeah, right? Together, exactly. <laughs> right. So, yeah, no, like the cold, cool guy thing. Like, I, I think that that went out the door for me a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, same, absolutely, same here. Yeah, um, I know a lot of times it does take a lot of growing up to to kind of grow out of that, but I guess that's that that's where my like initial love for hardcore in the scene comes from is the fact that. We're all, I guess, losers, uh, but we're all winners because we're within our own uh, organizations, our own community. And we do things like what you're doing where you kind of provide, I guess, a, um, a pathway for us to, to get exposure within our own community. So there shouldn't be anyone who's above any of that. It should be all full support, uh, mainly because we are all losers. We're not going out to like, I guess any time we're supposed to be against the mainstream, essentially that not that always happens. We're supposed to be our own community where the mainstream is kind of out the window. So this becomes our mainstream. So when people cool guy, this kind of stuff, it, it kind of defeats the purpose of punk really in general. So. 
Hey, yeah, if you don't like it, that's fine. I don't, I never, I never care. This isn't, this is definitely not the, not the cool guy show. There's plenty of, uh, there's plenty of people that if you, if, if you want to feel cool about yourself, go, go do that. But I'm, I'm just generally, like you said, a loser, a nerd who's just, and I'm in, in my thirties now, just still like happy about hardcore. And it's like, uh, you know, I just, I just, uh, I'm just above that, above that line where, uh, where, uh, um, health insurance and, uh, and therapy isn't, isn't, uh, isn't that, uh, is pretty inconvenient for me. So, uh, so this helps me balance out my shit for the week. <laughs> right. No, I, I totally can relate to that and get that. Yeah, definitely. So it's nice to, you know, when shit's falling all fallen, you know, all around us, like, and crumbling like it's it's nice to have this shit like yeah. to talk to to you know balance stuff out <laughs> for sure like especially like whether it's whether it's a you know an ass beater band or something way more punk and fun it's literally all about the energy because i think i was talking about it just like we were um what i was talking about some stuff in a group just like as much as I'm like, there are some bands that obviously start out with like, you know, like when we, when we all start out as a, you know, a vocalist, a musician, whatever it's, it's, uh, you know, you're finding your groove. You're, you're like, you're not going to start out like excited. Uh, I mean, you are excited, but you're also nervous. Right. Like, but like, I think to speak to that, just like, don't let in a, to a degree, not giving a fuck, like having that knowing in that mind, and this is just for any, you know, new band, give that fucking energy, man. Yeah. Even if, even if you fuck up a little bit on your song, give that fucking energy, go through, go through it. Cause that's what mainly the people are going to, uh, feed off of. I help out right now with a house venue and we're still like, we're getting money to, to get some new speakers. And, Cause like um, the horns are blown on, so we're hearing like, vroom, vroom, vroom. like, oh, okay. it's and it's fine. It's fine because like it's hardcore. You can hear. You can still hear as long as you can hear the voice. It's fine. But like people, like is nobody cares as long as like, like they're having a good time. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because it's like, you know, it, does a does the lead singer sound good? It's like, man, probably not. But. <laughs> <laughs> we're still gonna rock out. Yeah, we're still rocking out. It doesn't matter how any of this sounds. Like you say, oh, they messed up. All right, cool. Run it back. Let's keep going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, just keep going. I I was like, there, like people call me a sound guy. I'm like, I'm not the fucking sound guy, bro. I I, <laughs> I plugged some speakers in, and good luck. This right, is, right. <laughs> the, the rest is the rest is on you. If yeah. you, if you want to hear yourself. Turn down your amp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just is so it's just like and if you don't care, just fuck it. Just if people know your songs, just like have them sing it and just like and just have that energy. Doesn't yeah. matter whether the sound's fucking up, you're fucking up. It is what it is. Right, right. Yes, that's the uh, call it a party. It's always a party. And that you know, ain't gotta be perfect, it's still gotta be a party though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If it's just not good, it's good. Just find, find a way. Yeah. Find a way to find a way to make it fun. Cause there's been, you know, some times where it's been, 
like awkward and 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 weird for me like uh there there was a time i had to take a i had to take a break from things just because like uh weirdly enough one of the times i played with you i played with you guys uh we we uh end up having the opening slot and it was just like something there was just something weird and off the energy was weird there was somebody be it said something fucking weird and shitty just like that was like really off color i forget i forget what it is but bremerton has some has some weirdos for sure um, yeah kind of, i think the last time i played there was a very interesting uh, experience as well so yeah i forget what it said but i would just i, I was just like that there that was something that was really hard for me to fight through and i like i was just like not feeling it and i kind of just was like after the set i packed up and left because i was just like the way that that was like i i um i had a show the next next the next couple days and i went and and i powered through it then but it was just like there are some times where it's just like it is you know like even if you're giving off that energy sometimes there's just some there's something weird within certain spaces at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. But that's not to discourage you for not not giving it that energy cuz it's like like you're not you're doing it for whatever reason you're doing it, but you, you're not getting the same res- as a hardcore band, you're not getting the same same results as a, you know, as a turnstile or as any other, you know, big ass band. So you got to find your own reasons for doing this. Yeah, exactly that. Especially if you look at it uh, in a therapeutic way, if it's supposed to be therapy, some days you might not want to go to therapy. Some days you're kind of like, I'm not really feeling it, but sometimes it's important to at least, uh, I guess I say, thug it out, you thug it out. And later on, you'll be glad you did it. You'll be glad you, did, you, you attended the show or played the shows, plenty of shows that, you know, like you mentioned, you're in your thirties. I'm, I'm, I just turned 30 last year, I'll be 31 this year. And there's oftentimes where I'm like, man, I don't, do I really feel like going to this show? Like, I'm kind of tired. My back hurts. You know, I'm not going to mosh, which, of course, I end up moshing anyway. Or I'm not going to stage dive. I end up stage diving. And later on, I might be in pain, but I never regret it. And I always end up regretting when I don't go. So if it's something that's therapeutic, sometimes it's important to you thug it out, mus- muscle through it. And um, you'll you be happy later, you know? Yeah, no, it's especially for people who have been doing it for like a long time. I've taken breaks, but not, not super long. Like yeah. there's been some times, like I think the longest break I've taken, I've taken was maybe six to eight months due to like financial issues. Okay. I was just like, I was just like, okay, I just, this, at this point I need to just, I, I need to make sure that I'm not, um, you know, living in a car with my family, right? Of now. course, so, and, of course. And, and so, but then I, but then once I got like at that show, first show after like, you know, just uh, you know, working it out, hustling, getting shit back in order. Like I was like, "Fuck, I'm so glad to be back." Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's important to take breaks too. I totally get that. You gotta, you we all live at least in the hardcore world. I say we live in a it's a luxurious lifestyle. Going to hardcore shows, seeing your friends. It might not sound luxurious, but mentally it is luxurious. But you need to be able to support that luxurious lifestyle, right? So you got to make sure your ducks are in order um, in order to support this, these fun activities we all do. Yeah, because it is, it is in a sense of like whether you're – like for most people, it's extracurricular. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
but extracurricular can be very necessary. And also, I mean, sports extracurricular and they can lead to a lot of, you know, awesome opportunities. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, exactly. Um, to, uh, move to move it forward. Um, yeah, you got, you got, um, uh, you had, you put out a record in, um, in the pandemic during uh the pandemic when did you guys start first like getting shows together um the first show we played was actually uh it hasn't been a year since the first show we played the first show we played was it's coming on here was june 25th of last year and we we told ourselves you know the first show we're playing is gonna it has to be in lancaster we're from lancaster how's that look we we representing the scene out here we're not playing the first show out here so um we had Rabbit uh, Productions out here. It's our homie Shane. He does a lot of shows out here. He threw the first show. It was a good chunk of people there. And this was a kind of fresh, fresh out where shows were able to start happening. Uh, it was a really beautiful show. Got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time again because of the pandemic. So it was a little emotional for me. At the same time, it was a little overwhelming, too, to be in the room with a, a lot more people than I would have planned, given the circumstances. But it was it was still something I definitely needed at the time. And then after that, I think the next show we played was in um, Modesto and Cameron from these streets. I'm a, I don't know if you're familiar with that man. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron, he threw a, a show. It was called it was a, it was called, you know, the vibes. And it was a taco truck show. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So That's... we played it. It was really nice. It was very beautiful. And again, it was the same feeling of being able to see everybody. And from there, we kind of uh, kind of kept going with a lot of shows. We did a mini tour with Sissy Fit um, in December. And then from there, we've just been kind of bouncing back and forth, messing with our music. We recorded more music. We have an EP we're going to be dropping here shortly. Um, and we uh, just just kind of just trying to stay as consistent and keeping the momentum going as we can. Like we mentioned earlier, this is for a lot of us as a therapy. So we're trying to, you know, a way to escape from the real world because there are two worlds. One world is the world that exists outside of hardcore, and there's a world that exists within. And we're trying to make sure that we can balance both. I'm also looking right now um, at the other festival you guys uh, have uh, have lined up in uh, Gainesville. Yeah, uh, that's in my mind. This this looks like what is it? That what's that thing called? It's like a this looks like a better version of punk rock bowling. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, there's a. I think there's like 300 plus bands playing. It's a whole lot of bands. That's, a whole lot of bands. I'll look but, at it. It's um, like it's it's hard to even like see like there's like a, there's a ton that I like, but I'm like holy, I'm I can't even get through all these. Yeah, uh, <laughs> first time I saw a flyer, I was like, "Where's our name?" And I was like, "Oh, we're right here." There was just a ton of bands on that to circle it to uh, show my girlfriend. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're right here," and I had to circle it and everything. But we're pretty stoked for that. that that's going to be a cool experience. Uh, we're signed to Wiretap Records, and uh, Rob from Wiretap, he was one who pretty much helped us uh, helped us kind of get uh, in contact with them. At least they got in contact with us, and we were able to kind of get that going. So we're really stoked and hyped on that. That's a month right before Act Like You Know. So we're definitely going to be doing a lot of hustling. Yeah, no, this is this is a total – I think it speaks to, like, the two different crowds because it's, it's very it's, – it's very interesting because like punk rock bowling like that like it's has some good bands but it's also like 
it's a it's an environment I'm not used to very much. And the and it's not the it's they're not the they're not the punks that I usually hang out with. Yeah. Um some would call I mean, I don't know. I, some people say it's a derogatory, but uh I call it like boomer fest. Cause a lot of old bands are playing like old punk bands. Uh now these are bands that definitely uh kind of influence a lot of the music. Uh, but it's definitely like you said, it's a different, it's definitely an older crowd for punk rock bowling. And I do think for Fest, it might be as well a little bit of an older crowd, but this is experience of a lifetime as well as an opportunity of a lifetime to be able to kind of be within the environment of a lot of bands that uh I guess are subgenres of punk, being able to kind of see um I guess how they carry themselves, see how their energy is, because when it comes to music, we influence each other, you know what I'm saying? It's all the influence of each other. I think Fest is more maybe where you say uh punk or bowling is boomer punk. This is more like Gen X punk. Okay. I think, I think I think there's more there's more um later fat record style bands here. There's a lot okay. of there's a lot of like and Fest in the Fest in the at least a couple uh years ago had you know they were they're really kind of capitalizing on some of the um the emo revival type stuff as right well so i would say there's definitely a more a little bit more of the uh of the people that are that are just a little bit not too much younger than the boomers but people people that are that are a little bit younger but maybe equally is uh you know interesting yeah i got that <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, though, it's all it's all fire music, you know. It's no, all it's fire all cool, music. and sometimes yeah. it's cool because those people get like those are like I have no knocking that because a lot of them are like hardworking people that that plan their whole year, like have full families and plan their whole year around stuff like this, and are are ready to absorb almost everything. Yeah, yeah, especially if they have like you mentioned, like you know. Taylor's taking a step away from the real world to do certain things like this. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, this is definitely a, not, not a huge highlight, but this is kind of like, I guess it's refreshing to step away for a lot of these bands. So I, yeah. Yeah. And you, and it's, you make connections that you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't have, um, you know, other ways with, with just the hardcore fest, hardcore fest. Yeah. You, you build yourself up, but like, I think it's also cool, especially when, uh, with like a more punk style hardcore you're open you open yourself up to some maybe some other different opportunities just like yeah you know, we mentioned like a turnstile who has a sound that opens up to a lot of different opportunities but their entire uh scene is still for the most part behind them besides the people that i that i argue with on my on my timeline and on my show <laughs> oh yeah i don't don't understand that i mean turnstiles it's a, it's a beautiful band. They're a great band. And they've always been a great band. So I know people have opinions. It's okay. Everyone has different opinions on it. Yeah, but. no, it's fine. I just, it's just funny because I've had some, I, I'm, it always ends up in, and they don't re, like when they're taking shot, they'll take shots and I'll just be like, just really sarcastic and th- about something. And I'll just, I'll, because they're ragging on something, I'll, you know, I was like, I'm gonna rag on you a little bit too. Nothing too serious. <laughs> yeah. We end up we end up being like, oh, okay, shake hands. But right. like, I, I I frustrate them because I'm like, like, why are you? You don't have. To, I don't think that you have to like them. Like, and you don't have to like anything you don't like. There's nothing wrong with that. But just like, 
don't live your life for just this negativity for like just being just why there's no way i just can't see that there's a way that this makes you happy being yeah. ragged ragging on ragging on people i think there's something else going on i think if you just were like let it go and go enjoy the things that you do like you're gonna like your your life's gonna be better yeah you know what you don't want to live your life being a hater you know what i'm saying like <laughs> if it's not for you it's not for you it's it's cool so that's one thing like, that's a huge pet peeve of mine when i see people who don't like certain bands and i hear them talking more like head about the band then I hear about them talking about any other band. I'm like, man, you sure you hate this band? Because you talk about this band more than people who like the band. Like, I rag. I don't rag on people who say I just don't like it. I don't understand, but it is what it is. I rag on the people who live their life to rag on something. They're not talking about anything else. Yeah. Going I was just like, you're still helping them. Yeah. You seriously. hate them so much, and you're. You just make me want to listen to the album again. Yeah, they're trending because of you. That's why I say they're trending right now because of you, because you're talking bad about them, you know? <laughs> if you really don't like it, don't don't help them succeed. Don't yeah. say Don't go. Like, there are, like I said, all those bands on the fest, on um, on the other on the other fest in Oklahoma, the, they're like, go talk about them. If you like that, go, go elevate these other bands that that are just as deserving yeah <laughs> just don't don't even need to talk about that band they're they've been talked about uh enough by the biggest uh late night show hosts in the yeah, right so yeah so, so <laughs> you ha there's nothing that you're gonna say that's really gonna gonna do shit so uh enjoy your life don't worry about theirs Honestly, honestly, yeah, for real. Ab absolutely. To um, kind of wrap up this a little bit, and uh, just talk. I want to talk about uh, just like sonically, just like your path and uh, music. You played like a more kind of, you know, obviously like a, a heavier style of um, hardcore with Life for Life, and now you're going to this, uh, uh, you know, more bright punk, but just as energetic um style of hardcore what what came first for you like muse in your musical life for like uh what was your what was your kind of uh first like draw to uh you know maybe more uh alternative and diy music um well funny enough the first the first like punk influence band i really ever listened to uh growing up was afi and from there i branched out to a lot of other bands but when I was younger, I have a lot of friends and they're younger, they, you know, they had a lot of gateway bands into that. But I grew up in a household where all we listened to was like Earth, Wind & Fire, Zap and Roger, a lot of, I guess, groovy and smooth jazz music, funk. Uh, and then when I got exposed to AFI, it was kind of like a complete, in a sense, a complete 180. I was like, this is nothing like what I've heard before. And then, um, of course, games like Tony, I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and Pro Skater 1 got a lot of people into uh, punk influence like music when they were younger. So. Uh, I, I we talk we end up talking about that all the time when I when when we go when we go down these kind of musical rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a given. I mean, I don't know if they knew what they were doing when they put that soundtrack together, but there's a lot of songs on there that I, I I'll never forget, and it got got me into a lot of music of it now. And then from there it was basically uh, you know, in high school I kind of went through a lot of lot of I won't say identity problems, but I went through a lot of issues where I just 
couldn't find my place. And um, a buddy of mine who was going to hardcore shows kind of showed me bands like, uh, like it's Half Heart, uh, Champion, things like that. Um, and I guess I just got kind of involved in like straight edge music from there. Um, dove deep into old straight edge bands, kind of ideology of straight edge. And then kind of from there grew. And that's when I started going to shows and kind of dove into heavier hardcore, which is a little bit different. And then from there, just kind of blasted off, start going to shows in the, not just Lancaster, start going to shows in LA, start going to shows in Orange County, hitting up Chain Reaction, uh, Shea Cafe, just kind of kind of cruising up and down Southern California just to get as much exposure as I can. I fell in love with the energy more than I even fell in love with the uh, with the, the bands, really. It was just, I see people stage diving. I wanted to feel alive too, you know? So I'm diving with everybody. Don't even know what bands are playing. That's kind of how I grew up from, from that on. And... I guess getting into the creation of like life for a life and stuff, I was uh, I was in a dark place when I made a lot of that music. And I feel like as I grew up, that dark place kind of, I guess, kind of left me. And I, I kind of looked at a lot of things in a little bit of brighter, positive outlook. Um, and I guess that's how she became was a little more of a positive band in, in comparison. So I guess it's like the yin and yang effect. I kind of look at one end as this was a youthful teenage uh perspective that I was going through and then um Shiva's is a little bit more of a mature perspective not to devalue um not to make any of them I guess less valid they both had their place in my life and they still currently do but um I guess one is just a little bit more of how I'm feeling currently whereas the other one is more of just a uh, I guess past experiences past emotions I had I think that's I think that's cool in a way because it's like so I've never been like turned off by like write music but like the stuff of my uh kind of my youth and you know the other pop punk around me like once i got to like my mid 20 like my early to mid 20s most of the one most of the songs that are like you know pop punk are like i don't know like lyrically just don't jive like but i still like that positive feeling like that i get like when i've like when i hear you know stuff like shelter or stuff like uh turnstile and um and your band too it's like it's it's nice because it's like i like to be uplifted but like some of the other lyrical like 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 the we some of the bands like of you know the pop punk bands of the late 2000s 2010s had like shit that was working against them because they were so sad that i'm not calling anybody out but people know like sad that a girl left them or whatever and but but then they had like the you know the bright guitar riffs and i'm like i was just like eh, i can't get into this but i also like i also like you know i do i'm most of the time i'm uh i like uh you know more you know angry or faster or moshier type stuff but it's nice to have that break and have something that more, I guess, lyrically speaks to me. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, that's kind of, I'm kind of in the same perspective, I guess. A lot of the old, like, or at least the era you're talking about pop punk, I don't I didn't really vibe with that. I had a lot of friends who did, and that, that was A-OK with me. It just, it, it kind of was a little bit hard for me to get into. Um, mainly because at that age, I was like, you know, hey, man, like, I, you know, I wanted something more that spoke to me. You know, I'm... In my head, I'm thinking, yo, I'm pissed off. I don't want to listen to that's going to 
and I'm not worried about this and I'm worried about that. I'm worried about other things I felt like that affected me a little more personally. So it was hard for me to connect to pop punk. Um, and it wasn't until I got a little bit older, I kind of like understood, okay, I understand where they're coming with that. Uh, till this day, it's not 100% still for me, but I'm a huge fan of uh, like melodies. I just feel like, and I think that's just me coming full circle. Uh, like I mentioned, like listen to Earth, Wind & Fire and listen to a lot of that funk music when I was a little boy with my with my parents, it's just, I feel like it came full circle with just something that kind of just like flows through and kind of flows to your spirit and your soul. Some people relate, some people don't, but I just, I felt like it's in my blood. It's been in my blood to have, to have hooks or something like that. You know, I I think that's, what's always drawn me to hardcore. And, and like I have, I, there's another mutual creator that I, that I talk with and he's more of like the metal side and he has like great idea, like great, like taste and like certain metal bands, but he does not like most stuff that has groove does not, does not jive with him. He's like, he's like strictly just get in, get out death metal or stuff that is more like doomy or whatever. And it's just like, he just like, doesn't think it he's like in all due respect i don't think it has any place in metal it's like okay that's fine because i'm not like i like metal but i'm a hundred percent more into hardcore so yeah 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 <laughs> yeah of course i mean i say I, I know some cool metal bands but i mean hardcore has been as long as i remember that's been the only genre or at least the only scene the, the music scene the only community i've literally have stuck to for most of my life i've been to rap shows i've been to um I've been to jazz concerts. All that stuff's cool, but I feel I feel like I always stick out when I go to those. But when I go to like hardcore shows or or anything, and it doesn't matter what hardcore band is playing, I always feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. It's been like that since I was like 12, 12, maybe 13. So I mean I feel I like that. Go, I like to go to stuff on occasion and I also like work in like the event industry. So that's where it's it's easier for me to see like the bands that I'm not like I wouldn't normally like go out and see live. So like they'll, right. play, they'll play like Capitol Hill block party um, and stuff like, and stuff like that. So stuff, um, stuff that I would, I wouldn't uh, norm normally uh, like go, like go and see, but like, so there's stuff like a uh, Delvin Omar organ, organ trio that's up here in Seattle. Like I love, it has more of a, like a funky, just like instrumental type thing. I was like, I, I was like, I was like working, working, uh, the stage and I was like, yeah, I can, I can dig this in this capacity because I'm, but, but I would feel a little weird just going to the, sh going to that specific show by myself. Cause I can go to a hardcore show by myself. Cause I'm not going by myself. Yeah. And <laughs> That's beautiful though. Right. That, that it's, it's so everyone's so connected in hardcore. You can literally go to a show by yourself and then, Oh yeah, that's a homie over there. Or yo, that's that's what's his name, you know? Vibe, boom, everyone's cool, and I feel like, I guess I feel like that's why I feel like that's my my place. I've never gone to a show where I didn't know anybody, at least at least in California. That's just me. I've never I've never had that feeling where I was I was I guess alone at a show, even if I go by myself. So if I go if like that like for the radio stuff, I didn't mind doing it because I'm like going by myself. I'm like doing if I'm if I have a mission and I'm doing something. I, that's fine. That's a different story. Like when right. I've worked where for the radio or do that, that's fine. Uh, but like, I never just went just to go by myself unless it was something I'm really like, I can't live without seeing like, 
Um, and for most of it, it was, you know, it'd be a hardcore show. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, there's going to be somebody I know here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there's yeah. It's not gonna, uh, it's not gonna be an issue, but, uh, thank you so much for just, you know, I'm glad we finally got to reconnect. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we've made some connections here where I've like, it's cool to, uh, to, uh, have you back on the show seven years later Yeah, after, all this time and and it's cool to be like oh shit i remember you from from you know way back when and it's so i'm 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 glad that you're still like doing your thing that um you know for some of us hardcore just doesn't doesn't go away like, yeah it's, absolutely it's, it's a it's a really it's a really cool thing so uh make sure to check out shiva um check out their 2020 album and uh what's next you got you got a couple fests uh coming in this fall what's next uh we're actually releasing an ep uh i think in august it's gonna be a little four song banger um we got some cool stuff uh dropping this week a matter of fact to kind of initiate this new we call it a new era new era of shiva got some cool stuff coming um the idea for us is just momentum keeps moving we know this is this is therapeutic and it might be therapeutic for other people as well. So we want to influence and provide that energy, just having a good time, you know, keeping it cracking. You know, some people, they got their own, uh, I guess, perspectives on it, but we're pure fun, pure fun. So this next record kind of uh, brings out that energy. So that's coming out soon. That's that's pretty much what we got next. Sick. Anything Anything else before we uh, wrap it up? Um, none too much. I do want to, you know, this might be corny, but I do want to give a shout out to my hometown. You know, there's Go a lot of it. bands out there. Uh, I want to give a shout out to All Eyes. I play drums in that band, but that's a band that's been hard working for a long time. I want to give a shout out to Triste, and I want to give a shout out to the Downsides. Um, uh, these are bands that basically been kind of keeping a lot of that punk influence as well as hardcore influence. As as many other bands as well that are up and coming that are doing things, and uh, I, I just want to make it a point. For people, anyone was listening, uh, you know, LA's got a lot of dope bands. There's also uh, the Antelope Valley, Lancaster Pondo exists, and we cracking off too, you know? Absolutely. All right, we're going to get back to the music. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. <laughs> 